swallow the marquee and come to the Monday matinee. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 496. I'm a radio person, Jack Ward. And I'm another radio person, David Alt. Uh, Jack, am I right to assume that this too refers to tonight's feature? You are the Sonic Sherlock to my rather boorish single Watt Watson. <laughs> <laughs> my dear friend. And how right you are, as Brian Bacon sends to us tonight's feature, a hilarious sketch show called Radio People, right here on the Sonic Society. National Library XA 1898 through 111. Sound files recovered from Aitken Basin. The universe reaches for us, though we reach not for her. We must unbind ourselves from gravity and once again float free in her ocean. If we will not, she has warned that her gatherer will be sent for us. Mysterious words today from Joe Steenoil, leader of the People for Buoyancy. Mr. Steenoil's rhetoric has grown ever more outlandish since the cancellation of the Alember Rains, his main concern apparently being the emptiness of the public pool. With us now to explain our dry Alember is Wally Walberson-Smith. Our weatherman. Hey, guys. Wally, are there any known alternatives to rain? Uh, like jelly, shaving cream. Ooh, anything that condenses in the atmosphere is going to have to do so under pressure. Uh, we can't just risk changing atmospheric pressure while the dome has a hole. <laughs> There's no fear like an atmosphere, eh, weatherman? <laughs> <laughs> Better get ready for the gatherer. Or, you know, just get ready to be out of air. Uh-oh. It looks like we're getting an urgent message from Action oh News. Oh, boy. I'll patch them in. Action News, are you there? Yes, Jennibel. Is there news again? We've spotted an object of inexplicable origin descending from the top of the dome. An O-I-O. What is the explanation for it? Minutes ago, the first shouts rose and frightened office workers flooded into the streets, transfixed by a pale speck in the sky. It now appears to be an egg-shaped glob with legs. Two legs, like a seahorse. And it's heading for Clovermead! We have Chairperson Andy with us for an expert opinion. Chairperson Andy, what do you make of the OIO? <clears throat> well, I'm sure it's some kind of misunderstanding and not a walrus or something that came through the dome crack. I mean, what kind of walrus would come through a hole in the dome in a glob of white goo and then stick legs out? No walrus I know. Yeah? Really? 
that's that's a relief. So if it's not a walrus, then what? Well, well, hang on. If it were a rotating cloud of walrus, maybe it would look white from here, you know? Spinning around so fast? Let's say it's not a walrus. The centrifugal force of the walrus might be enough to pick up a whole person. That could explain the legs. That isn't the way centrifuges work, though. Pudding time. Thanks for clearing that up for us, Ruby. But it is the way funnel clouds work. And that would be closer to what would happen in a spinning walrus. Food stamps. Be Wait! There's a message coming from the OIO. That's not a walrus cloud. Be afraid. Clover meat is not safe anymore. Guess we got the answer to that question now, too. I have come to save Clover meat. Don't make me angry. I will give hand jobs to hand workers. Seems discriminatory. The media is spreading lies. Marcus is a loudmouth. Hey. But I have a loudspeaker. Now who's loud? You suck, Marcus. Stop telling silly news stories and speak your mind like I do. You can't talk to my friend like that, you walrusy gooball jelly cloud. Just wait until I get down there, Clovermead. I'm gonna win this election. I'm gonna fix everything. Clovermead will be great again. Great again! She's partying with jazz! What in the world is going on? Could it be the Gatherer? Nah, this is worse than the Gatherer. Oh, dear.
You just heard Sky in Your Bones by Tutley. Get their stuff at tutley.bandcamp.com and find out more on Facebook. Thank you for calling the help desk, your one-stop shop for all the help you need. This is Yuri. Hi. I'm, I'm thinking of leaving my wife. Should I? It seems a little rash. But I don't think I'm quite as happy as I used to be. Maybe it's her fault. Yes, I'm sure it is. Leaving just seems like a lot of work, doesn't it? I, I guess, but what if we grow old together and it gets gross? By then, you'll be old and gross, so maybe you won't notice. Oh, I, I think I'll notice. Have you considered having an affair instead? Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like something a good man-wife should do. Isn't that betrayal or something? Says who? She's not the boss of you. I'm free later. I don't want to break any rules. Yeah, or vows. That makes sense. I'm sure there's someone cute at work, though. No one comes to mind. Where do you work? The Clovermead room of file boxes. Oh, I filed there. How about Vanellope? She's tall. I think you should have an affair with her. Really? How? Oh, I don't know. I think it starts with secret drinks. Well, that doesn't sound too illicit. See? You should totally do it. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll go cheat on my soulmate. Thanks. Anytime. Yuri, you call him back right now. Did, did I put him on hold? What did you do? That was terrible advice. You call him back right now. Who is that? What did you do? That's our boss. We have a boss? If you had read your Welcome Aboard Guide to the Orient, you would have seen on page 6, article 12, that we do, indeed, have a boss. I think you'd better call him back. I thought we were just doing this, like, for fun. What's he picking on me for? He probably didn't like how awful you were on the news yesterday. Or how you didn't come into work yesterday. Oh. That. Dear Diary... Oh, I'm so exhausted. The bees, they buzz all night, and I have to work so hard to clean them all. And they mostly lose their pants that I needed for them to keep their stingers in. Did you know they die once they use their stingers? It isn't safe for them, but... A lot of them die anyway, without even stinging. I don't know why. Probably not very good at taking care of them. I don't know how much longer I can live with seeing so many dead bees in the patch bay. They never close their eyes when they're dead. It's... It feels like they're waiting for me to do something for them. I have to go clean more bees now. Their bath water is ready. Thanks for listening, diary. Good morning, lift. Level five today, as usual. So, you're pretty mad at me, right? Are you all right, Lyft? I'm better than all right. I am new and improved. What? Who's that? Where's the other Lyft? There is no other Lyft, sir. 
I am the genuine original Speco Lift, brought to you by Speco. You're not the same one. I am programmed to provide a state-of-the-art, personalized transit experience for each and every rider. Transit experience? My advanced monitoring system can interpret and respond to millions of commands and verbal cues. And as always, I am connected to the Encyclomedia database, a vast warehouse of articles and sound files fully encompassing all recorded known facts about Clovermead, its arts and culture, and its history. No, I don't like that. How shall we begin our new relationship? It's Boswell, right? I have matched your voice with specimens in my database. I don't like specimens. Shall we jazz? I don't want to jazz. I am reading your papers from high-impact jazz journals now. You are quite the aficionado, Boswell. I don't want to do this. I want the old lift back. Oh, level five already. Too bad. We'll have to get to know each other better next time. Have a super-duper day at the birthing center, Bozzy. I'd love to hear all about your career on the way home. Yeah. yeah. We'll see, new lift. Don't call me Bozzy. Bye! And remember, all your conversations are recorded. Clovermead's sweetheart, Brownie Bramford, here. You probably recognize me from the recent runaway hit, The Walrus That Ate Upscale. If not, trust that I have something called celebrity. I'm gonna lend it to my friends at Speco. They brought you the dome cleaner, a handy little product for polishing. Turns out the abrasive chemicals in dome cleaner may be compromising the dome. So now they're providing us with the all-new Dome Patch Kit. And by providing, I mean selling. Take some responsibility for your purchases and plug your own cracker hole. Speco, we make a lot of products. They can't all be winners. With us today to explain her new invention is Penny Tightgrove, founder and complete boss of Tightgrove Enterprises. Miss Tightgrove, welcome. Thank you for inviting me back. Tell us about your new contraption. Well, in the high-stakes world of bossing, it can get hectic. And when I need to relax, I find that nothing compares to a nice, firm massaging from a professional. But... Why pay a hand worker for what you can do at home with my brand new Penny Tightgrove Massagenizer Chair? How does it work? Well, RJ, why don't you hop up in there and see for yourself? Me? Yes, you, RJ. You look like you haven't seen a massagenist in 20 years. <laughs> oh, dear. Now I'm going to put the chair on the lowest setting, and I want you to tell us how you feel as the relaxed vation begins to spread through you from head to toe. Ooh. Careful, RJ. This is live radio. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, you just wait. It gets better. 
My massagenizer chair makes a professional misogynist out of everyone with high, medium, and low settings. My massagenizer discriminates completely <laughs> to identify and relieve your tension. I'm going to turn you up to medium now, RJ. May I? Yes, if the knobs aren't too hard for you to figure out, Blondie. He's feeling the penny-tight probe difference now, Janabelle. Penny, your products are becoming more and more technical, I have noticed. Are you finding it hard to find hand workers for your factory? Well, it's funny. I have been working with the same group of strong and independent ladies for years now. We all kind of came up together. Now I run my factory with them and their industrious daughters. I've been really successful. You couldn't get me in that hen house for a thousand clinkos. Looks like it's time to crank this baby up to full. Are you ready to be fully misogynized, RJ? Shouldn't someone bring me a Dickert water first? Ah! You owe me for this, you crazy broad! Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you, Penny, for being with us today. The pleasure was all mine. Annabelle's make me angry! That was Penny Tightrope and her misogynizing chair. On sale now at Specco. Also, look for her misandronator. What? All they think about are shoes and dresses. Get me off of this thing! Autonomous people. Independent. No one is the boss of us. Who are people for buoyancy? If we want to do something, it's totally our choice. It's my choice. What would Joe do? Who are people for buoyancy? When I choose, I think of Joe first. I think of Joe. Joe and his commandments. That helps me stop choosing right away. What a relief. Who are people for buoyancy? We are people. We are people? We are people just like you. Just like you. We are people just like you, but even more like Joe Steenoil. I'm Joe Steenoil. Tired of choosing? Come join the People for Buoyancy, a totally non-invasive, respectful, legalistic community of bobbing heads. People for Buoyancy. People of the Rhine! Buoyancy! You gotta fix the lift. Oh, Boswell. I wanna change the lift back. Back to what? Back to a woman. She was never a... Elevators do not have gender. No. I mean, I want the old voice back. Look, Boswell... It takes a lot of work to change out the lift. We already fixed the jazz for you. Yeah, but you changed other stuff, too. I don't like it. Why should it matter? Well, I... I... I guess it doesn't. All right, then. Clovermead just seems... smaller. Clovermead is the same size as it always was. To me, I mean. Clovermead is smaller to me. Without her. I'll let you go. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good day, Mr. Boswell. Boswell loses help desk privileges.
was To Move On by Alex Eisenberg from his debut album Harlequin, now available from iTunes or on vinyl from weirdworldrecordco.com. Get more Alex Eisenberg at alexeisenberg.com. Moments ago, the scary goo ball landed and its lone passenger emerged, one phobia frozen cold. We were only able to trade a few questions with her before she walked off into the shock and awe of the crowd. Here's what we learned. Be afraid, Clovermead. These are scary times. But luckily I'm here to take charge now. So everything is going to be different. Who was in charge before? It wasn't me. Was it? Who wants a flying screwworm like Andy in charge? All he cares about are people's opinions. I don't care about crap like that. Opinions matter. Not to me, they don't. I'm a man of action. You aren't a man. Wow, Scoops. That's a real gotcha. Do they give awards for journalism in Clovermead? I'm nominating you. Miss Frozencold, can you please explain again where you came from and why you are here? I came from way up top, and it isn't easy up there. So don't try to go up there and check my story. Uh, so you got kicked out, or... What? No one kicks out Phobia Frozen Cold. No. I'm a huge success. Isn't it obvious from how loud I talk? And I couldn't care less what you think of me here, but you are all so pathetic without me that I decided to come down and win your silly election and be the boss of you. What makes you think we need a boss? Just look at this crowd of oglers, Matthew. Marcus! Wrong. You're Matthew now. Look at him, Matthew. You think they're here to see you? Well, do you? I'll ask the questions! No, your question-asking days are over. They're here to see me. I'm the most amazing thing that has happened to Clovermead since singing butter. I think we should get a second opinion on that. It's all right, Clovermead. These cartoon characters are just going to keep talking forever. That's all they ever do. First thing we got to do is stop listening. What do we do? It's leading to too much dialogue. We better think of something. Or who knows what will happen. We just don't understand I let the bees out. They're in space now. I suddenly feel like I, I did the wrong thing. I, I tried to get them to come back in, but they were too far away already. So I hope they find a better home someday. Not just some broken bee dome in a spaceship. I don't think I want to make any more diaries for a while. Diary. But I promise I'll never leave you in space and I'll never leave you in space. And even if we don't talk, I really want you to know that I'm glad we're friends. You're not mad at me about the bees, are you?
Are you diary? <laughs> of course, you're not mad. Don't be mad at me, diary. I'm going to set you down now and turn you off. Good night. Good night, diary. Good night. I don't like the way things are going. Bobo doesn't have my interests at heart. I heard that Bobo instituted a new policy to murder the elderly. Somebody told me that Andy Schilling wants to put Caligula's in the drinking fluid. Are you scared? I'm scared. I'm a little scared, quite frankly. You should be. Elect me, Phobia Frozen Cold, as your pointy hat. National Library XA 18112 through 125. Sound files recovered from Aiken Basin. Today, in Clovermead, the pointy hat election. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Except we still have no idea what an election is. Here to explain everything is Marcus reporting live. RJ and Janabelle. Clovermead catches election fever as chairperson Andy Schilling announces his candidacy for pointy hat. Here he is speaking to the press. Well, believe me, I'm just as surprised as anyone, but I am a big fan of candy. I think everyone is. So, this should be a good fit for me. Andy, who gets your chair if you become pointy hat? Whoa! Why should anyone get my chair? I love that thing. Never gonna get a new chair. Marcus. Andy, as pointy hat, what will you do about the hole in the dome? Well, I'm usually not the ideas guy, but as pointy hat, I intend to let other people you know, make decisions. Oh, Marcus. Everyone, everyone, calm down. We'll get this worked out. Now, I need to spend some alone time with my chair, okay? Marcus. Who is the press? Let's stay on topic, RJ. Andy's champagne is on the rocks already. He's going to need better answers when he and Phobia Frozen Cold take the stage to debate later today. Exciting. I'll be there. Debating on stage? Some things should be kept private. This election, show the candidates you care. Vote for them all. It isn't nice to pick favorites. This message was paid for by the Border Brotherly Opinioners.
rock on with the French cassettes. Us kids from their album, Gold Youth. Go to frenchcassettes.bandcamp.com. Welcome to the amphitheater at Cuts Crumbs Corners. Tonight's debate is between Board of Brotherly Opinioners, Chairperson Andy Schilling, and bombastic self-proclaimed boss of everything, Phobia Frozen Cold. I'm Jenna Jean, your moderator. First of all, let's let the candies introduce themselves. Andy, why don't you get us started? Oh boy, I'm Andy. Uh, Schilling, uh, uh, your new uh, pointy hat. Thank you for electing me. Wait, and Andy, we have to do this debate before we decide who the pointy hat will be. After that, everyone votes. Oh, I see. Uh, well, I got the first part right, though, didn't I? I'm Andy Schilling. Yes. Thank you. Phobia, why don't we just vote right now? What are we going to learn in this debate that we don't already know? Clovermead's problems are too big for Clovermead. That's why I'm running for pointy hat. Thank you, Phobia. There is a third on the stage. Ma'am, please introduce yourself. I am Joe Steenoil, infallible leader of the people for buoyancy. Oh, Mr. Steenoil, forgive me for confusing your gender. We, his followers, have all taken his name. We are his vessels now. Vessels? How nice. And is it your intent to run for a pointy hat? It is. Well, then welcome. Let's get started. I have a list of questions prepared by a diverse group of domicilians that gets straight to the heart of what matters most to Clovermead right now. Shall we begin? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's a perfect time. Absolutely. I think we're ready. The first question is about jobs. Phobia, how will you handle the job crisis plugging Clovermead? There are too many jobs in Clovermead. Gotta get rid of some of them. When I grew up, everyone got hand jobs. Then we started giving head jobs and foot jobs, and that's when everything went wrong. The, the, the public opinion disagrees. Uh, head jobs are better than hand jobs, hands down. Footwork shall be forbidden, punishable by stoning. Creepy answers, all of them. Next question The hole in the dome. Andy, earlier today you said you were going to let someone else fix it. Where do you stand now? Uh, Yeah, well, I've since learned that was not a popular answer. As Pointy Hat, I vow to find more popular answers. The question relates to what you will do about the hole. We must all float through the hole into the void of space. I'll fix the hole right now. There is no hole. See that? Fixed. Those are all lousy answers! But Wally Smith has concluded scientifically that the dome is losing air. Domal leakage is just one man's opinion. Yeah, one man with scientific devices that measures the air. Can somebody gut that heckler with a fishing hook? I'll pay for the stitches. Ladies and gentlemen, no heckling, please. Let me up on that stage. This has gone on long enough. Oh, look. It's Matthew. What took you so long, blowhole? Marcus, this stage is for candies only. What are you doing? That's right, Jennabelle. I formally announce my candidacy for the office of Pointy Hat. We'll be back with more on this plot advancing turn of events after this. An election day message from Andy Schilling. 
I'm Chairperson Andy Schilling. I may not know much about debates or uh, elections or uh, running things, uh, but one thing I do know is I really like being in my chair. (laughs) I I know a pointy hat and a chairperson aren't the same thing, but I mean, they aren't the same thing, right? Like, if I lose the election, do I still keep my chair? Keep Andy in his chair and give him a pointy hat. Vote Andy for pointy hat. This message was paid for by the Board of Brotherly Opinioners. We're back with more debate coverage from the amphitheater at Cuck's Crumbs Corners. Phobia, the next question is about safety. In recent days, we have seen disaster after disaster in the news. As pointy hat, how will you keep Clovermead safe? Clovermead is already safe. Those are all just news stories, not reality. But we have one of the victims right here, Randy Mulbean. It really happened. One day I was selling balloons from my cart, and the next day I was stealing jams and berries from the humsum birds in the green place. All because news happened to me. Oh, I agree with Randy the vendor. The news is a big problem. I'll tell you, when I'm pointy hat, the news ends. How are you going to do that? It's simple. Get rid of Matthew. Me? Marcus? How will that help? He's the one making all the news. I'm a news reporter. That's crazy. He's been at the scene of every news story. Miss Frozencold, that's his job. We want water now! Remember that one, Marcus? That was an awesome idea. Well, thank you, Joe. Did anyone ever figure out whose van drove up when the knot-coon got kicked into the tree? (laughs) No one ever figured it out. The Action News van? Yeah, they're probably all in on it together. We should get rid of them all. Eliminate them. This has gone too far. They all have to go. Shut him down now! And especially that Carlo. I'll bet he put the hole in the dome himself. I... Stop! My friends had nothing to do with this. I worked alone. (gasps) Marcus, so you admit to manufacturing all that news? I do, Jennibel. It was all me. My poor balloons! But... Then that means the hole in the dome is real. It does, Andy. But luckily nothing bad has happened yet. We still have time to save Clovermead if we work together. Oh, that's real nice, Matthew. Now you want to save Clovermead? I, I think we're in danger. Ovia, we need your help. We need you to get us to the top of the dome in your glob. Not unless people elect me pointy hat. I win first. Fix everything later. There seems to be a disturbance in the amphitheater. People are swatting the air and... Hey guys, if you're getting this message that the dome is running out of air, and we might 
at peace. Anyone on top level should take cover on the ground until we get this all figured out. Willie Wilkins, I might need you to work overtime. Oh, and have your catering for King. Thanks, Jesus. Aren't you tired of fighting to stand out from the crowd? Maybe don't. Maybe vote for Joe Steenoil for Pointy Hat. Vote for Joe Steenoil and become Joe Steenoil. I'm Joe Steenoil and I approve this message. I'm Joe Steenoil and I also approve this message. Rise up and vote right. everything as if it were news. It's humiliating. We'll talk to him after we get him down. Whatever. If either of us get hurt, I'm never speaking to him again. Are we on? Uh, yep. Are you getting a lot of buzzing in the microphone? Yes. Good. Ready? Roll it. Top level is empty tonight as swarms of savage bees infiltrate every home and office and oxygen levels deplete. The cause of this disaster? My former partner, Marcus who I thought was my friend. Oh, oh, Carlo, look out! Look out! They're swarming right behind you! Neat! Hey, little guys. Wait! Ow! Ow! Carlo, don't run! Get him off me! They smell fear! Ah! 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 Carlo! Carlo! Resmatesma, passing the boo. I'm a freestyling mixer massa. You check me? Hey. You feel me? You want to get real me? Hey. Who, who's that? Get help! You, you need help? This is so crazy. Get help! My friend just got attacked by bees! What you doing way up there with your finger, Pat? I'm fucking a hole in the dough. Crazy. Th- that's gross. You want me to get him an ambulary? Yes. I love riding in the ambulary. Call an ambulary. All right, don't rush my flow, Mo. I'm going to call you an ambulary. <laughs> crazy. This town is so crazy. Oh, there's, there's farm equipment in my brain sometimes. Plowing a whole roll of cord. Get on in here, you crazies. Welcome aboard Speco Lift. What level are we thinking? Oh, not a minute too soon either. Oh, are you all right, Phobia? Of course I'm all right. Bees love me. I'm super stoked you weren't overtaken by the gatherer swarm, but I really do need you to tell me the level you'd like. Oh, I'm not sure. Where's Marcus? I don't know where Matthew went. Hopefully the bees got him. We don't need him anyway. Okay, I say. 
we each say a level that we think we should be on and go to the one that most of us agree on. Okay, ready? Go! 19. Oh. Pardon the interruption. According to my last data set, in the event of a catastrophe, the debate is to be moved to level six. Let's go! I, I wish we could skip the whole thing anyway. Janabelle asks too many questions. She's a planimal. If neither of you make it through this, I just want you to know. Ah, 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 downy dumpers. Let's focus on the positive. He's right. The dome is breaking and the universe is gathering us into her arms. Hey, I like your attitude, kid. Oh, great. Anyone else want to share a special thought for the day? Wait. Isn't level six the underwater arena? It is. I can't swim. Abomination. <laughs> Has anyone ever pointed out how pitiful you are? What am I gonna do? Aw, oh, does Andy need his momsy to bring him to floaty? Blasphemy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I'll give you a good boy. Ooh. Is that the hardest you can hit? Not hardly. Take this. Didn't hurt. And this. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Oh, didn't hurt. Oh, didn't hurt. Level four, please exit. You said the debate was on level six. I know it is, but I'm going to need you to get on off here. Cool? Ooh, you're in trouble. You too, Andy. Aw. And please remember, for quality assurance, all of your conversations have been recorded.
That band is called B00TY. That means booty. Find them on Facebook or SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud.com forward slash booty music. I like that band. Elections made easy with the Bobo. Elections are new and confusing, but they don't have to be. Follow these simple steps for a safe and productive voting experience. First, take a pencil. Next, use the pencil to write Chairperson Andy's name on some paper. Fold the paper and drop it in the ballot box, and pudding time! You're done! Nice work, Tiger! Elections, they make you feel like you did something. This message was paid for by the Board of Brotherly Opinioners. Help desk, Yuri speaking. I know where the bees are from. Boswell, we do not have time for conspiracy theories today. Top level is dying. They used to live here on level three. We grew them to feed the scorpion pigs. Boswell. But they became invasive, so we sent them into space with that guy, um... Boswell, this has to stop. Duchenko! Bobby Duchenko! Bobby do what? Bobby Duchenko, the space swimmer! I don't... You're always making up words, man. The guy we sent into space on Dome Lever 1 with the bees. He must have crashed, so... They're back now. There is no one in space. There is. There's not. Because the bees would have eaten him. We shot him into space. Hanging up now, Boswell. Wait! Where, why, why does no one remember this but me? We're back with our debate coverage. This time from the underwater arena on level six. Bees hate it down here. I'm Bobby! <laughs> Must yeah! keep... Paddling! Guys, I really think we need to talk about the dome now. Yeah? Tear down the dome! Yeah, uh, no. Where is Marcus? Forget that sapsucker. He got us into this mess. Why should we make him pointy hat? Well, since you have opened the topic, why should we make pointy hats of any of you? Phobia? Don't turn this into a dialogue. I keep telling you how great I am. The pointy hat must be bold. I don't think my opponents have what it takes to make unpopular but correct decisions. Can you give us an example of a correct decision, Joe? To open the dome for good, obviously. That's one. How about it, Andy? Do you think you have what it takes to open the dome despite the dangers? Uh, no. Uh, but as pointy hat, I promise to play it safe and keep the dome closed. That's the easy way. Anyone can keep there is. I want someone crazy enough to act foolishly. We are running out of time, I'm afraid. Does anyone have one last idea to share with our listeners before they vote? I know this decision has been hard for you, Clover Mead, but I promise, once I am Pointy Hat, it will never happen again. Call a lifeguard! The universe has come to gather us, as it was foretold by Joe. Now it is the time to choose Clover Mead. Buoyancy or judgment? Judgment. 
And that's this week's show and the last show for 2016. And please remember that now you can count the number of episodes to 500 on one hand. <laughs> it could be two, it could be three, we just don't know. But that will be the great... <laughs> We're not math people. <laughs> the... I am. <laughs> I'm not math people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are just you two are. <laughs> full episodes before the great 500th episode of the Sonic Society regular season. So please do send us notes, messages of congratulations or commiseration at Sonic <laughs> Society at gmail.com or on the Sonic Society Facebook or audio drama, radio drama groups. We really do want to hear from you. We do, we do. <laughs> and you can also message us through Twitter at Sonic Society or AstroTour2010 for me. Check out evicuna.com for more great original Electric Vicuna productions. Until next week, and indeed next year, <laughs> when we present yet another fantastic promotional episode from Big Finish to begin 2017. I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Good night and have a happy new year, David. Thank you. And to you, Jack, and to Ginny. Night. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. And that's this week's show and the last show for 2016. Yes, please remember we are just three ep- three, four, four, two, well, three, two, three, two full episodes. Before- <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm sorry. My math skills are awful. Let's go with two. Ah, I'll do that again. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, oh, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. That sounds great, Dad! Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices. That is what it is. Look. Whoa, Dad, this looks awesome. Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks, Dr. Mary. My pleasure, Billy. 
And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com!